<laughs> we're just um, going to wing the whole thing? Well, you know, the biggest thing is, I guess this is going to be our first episode. So, uh, you know, cool intro music. you gonna go by like you're gonna go by chuck yeah i'm just gonna go by chuck okay it's travis and chuck here with heroes and uh we're wanting to start a podcast so here we go and hey what's going on it's uh travis and chuck here from heroes behind the line uh trying to start a podcast so here we go we don't know a whole lot about podcasting but we're gonna figure it out so and this this podcast is going to be brought to you by no one because we don't have any sponsors yet because we just started this episode one. So. But if you feel like being a sponsor, uh, reach out to us at uh, www.heroesbehindtheline.com and we can go from there. So just kind of starting out, uh, like I said, this is Travis. I am the director and one of the founders of Heroes Behind the Line. If you don't know anything about Heroes, we started back in 2018. And the reason why is we wanted to be able to help uh, first responders across the state of Arkansas with PTSD, suicide prevention, you know, critical stress debriefing and, you know, all around mental health because there wasn't a lot of options for it. Uh, we actually had a friend of ours that went to the police academy and, and had some serious issues and things happened to him. And, you know, after he kind of ran out of what little uh, help his department had, you know, he kind of was talking to us and we were like, man, what can we do? Surely we can get online and research this and find something. You know, I'm a, uh, you know, me and Chuck both are military veterans. You know, for us, it's kind of easy. We just, you know, call the VA and say, hey, I need something. Next thing you know, boom, there it is. That's uh, one biggest thing I notice is, is getting into law enforcement. There really is no there's no outreach there for nope. you once once you're in it especially if you're a civilian there's there's no va you can go to to get the help that you need and i know the va is not like the greatest thing that there is out there but it's at least something yeah better than nothing right yeah exactly so the the big thing was is we wanted to try to help be an advocate and a, and a resource and even if we couldn't provide all of it we would know somebody that could and so that's kind of where hero started and, and over this last few years we've tried to get bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, bring in more people, bring in more resources, become friends with more people to be able to help at the end of the day, a lot more people. So that's kind of where we're at right now. What is Heroes by the Line? What do we do? Like, what is, what's the whole benefit of, of having this nonprofit? What kind of services are we offering to the first responders and the veterans out there? Yeah. So, you know, Heroes is a hundred percent, a nonprofit organization with a 501c3. And the, the biggest thing is, is we want to make people understand that nobody gets paid at Heroes behind the line. Every bit that we get, every bit of money we raise or gets donated, it goes 100% to helping the first responders. Um, I don't believe in getting paid for this and nor will I ever, cause you know, there's a lot of big, you know, cor- you know, corporations that want to try to help people but you know they get a lot of money but only give out a little help so the biggest thing that we look at is you know obviously preventative stuff you know we want to try to educate to see signs of you know ptsd and things of that nature suicidal you know thoughts that are coming up and if it gets to that point you know how to how to be able to say hey i got a partner's got a flag here that's kind of making me think i need to say something or check on him right so if it gets kind of past that point we also have uh, clinical uh help uh, through a couple of different people that we have set up and if you need to go to counseling if you need somebody to talk to whether it be peer-to-peer support because a lot of times peer-to-peer support's great uh, and that's you know sometimes all a person need is just kind of vent and get it out but if it needs to go more into a clinical setting and uh you know have a professional take a look at you and and talk to you some we have one the big thing with heroes is is 
as part of the military, I found out that, uh, you know, sometimes when you go to these counselors or clinicians to get help, you look at them and talk to them and they, you know, they were never actually in the military. And, you know, even for first responders is you don't necessarily want to talk to somebody that doesn't have a clue what you've been through. So one thing about us is we strive to have all of our clinicians vetted and all of them are either ex-military, ex-first responders or still active first responders or just have an overwhelming knowledge and do a, a traumatic, you know, a drastic amount of care in the first responder community or we don't send you to them. Because we've had guys that come in and said, hey, I, I reached out to say the EAP, you know, and the EAP sent me to some person that told me I was a fool forever becoming a police officer. And how do you how do you open up and relate and get off your chest what you need to get off if the person person you know walking in the door don't even care you know so that's that's a big thing for us uh but continuing on with that you know if uh if those kind of things don't help out then you know we start looking at other resources other you know agencies uh organizations that have different you know uh focuses and missions than we do because there's no sense in having you know just necessarily we're the only agency or the, we're the only uh a group that can do anything you know, we want everybody to feel like they've got a part somewhere. So if we can't help you, we're going to get with our friends that can. And if they can't, they're going to do the same thing and come back to us. So, mm. And I know you mentioned you had some some of the doctors and stuff and the therapists that you send some people to. I can tell you, that actually, that's how I got involved with this organization is I, I was going through some troubles myself. And I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it that, you know, I had some troubles and I reached out. And one of the guys that you actually put me in contact with, he was a, a great resource. He's a great guy. I'm, I'm hoping we can have him on the show here real soon. Want to be able to talk to him, just kind of get his his whole take on the whole with PTSD and with a lot of the things that are going on with first responders that they, they don't seek out help. And I think it's that, that big stigma of the the macho man feeling and they, they have to be this, this alpha male and they can't show any signs of weakness. And you don't have to be that way. And I found that out with just some of the things that he helped me work through some of the issues that I was having. And I feel better than ever after just talking to him just one time and getting that help that I really had honestly at first, I felt like I just didn't need help. I didn't want to get help. I I fell into that stigma. Um, But it's it's a great, great feeling when you finally get somebody that, that gets you, that knows what you're talking about, that's been there through the things that you've been through i'm sure you've gone through some of those those same situations before you've deployed to some areas and you've done some things in law enforcement and you've you've been some places so you've seen it all i've seen a few things yeah and and, you know and and same for you you know my biggest thing is is when i started you know first saying like hey i'm having you know like you said some issues you know i'm like man this something ain't right you know i need to get some help you know just some backstory for me personally is you know when i was like 12 13 years old uh driving by a local fire department in the community i lived in it said anybody uh can help volunteers needed right and i said heck i'm in i'm anybody so let me go up here and find out what this is all about so even as a you know 12 13 year old kid here i go you know trying to sign up to be a volunteer fireman they allowed me to be one as a cadet but i still got to go to the calls and see stuff i see my first dead body you know at like 13 years old you know so that trauma started happening early on and didn't realize it you know most people uh you know in their life deal with you know 10 maybe traumas in their entire life you know but then like you start looking at law enforcement we would we deal with 300 to 800 different you know max trauma events in our life and so that's a big thing is you know trying to be able to overcome all that stuff that we've got and you know i know it's cliche to say this but it's okay to not be okay 
And so when I realized I wasn't really being okay with myself and needed a little bit of help and somebody to talk to, like I said, they sent me to a person that wasn't in the military, never knew anything about law enforcement or first responders and didn't know what, you know, what to even start talking. It was hard for me to relate Mm -hmm. and say, hey, this is what I've got going on in my life Yeah, because he didn't have a clue. I've been through some of that and the same yeah. thing before. I went to to a therapist one time, just seeing somebody that just didn't get my side of the story and how I deal with things, especially coming from a first responder and veteran, is we don't deal with things the same way. We we look at something that's a traumatic event, and it's just kind of to us we deal with it as if it it's a normal, and that normal feeling is not the normal for everyone else out there. Yeah, and and not saying that. You know, their normal isn't good or their normal is bad. It's just my normal and your normal is different. And then even saying, you know, us as police officers, normal is way different than, say, you know, a waitress at a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? But something they see that, you know, we see a lot of trauma every day. So we kind of say, quote, unquote, we're used to it. But, you know, you put that same trauma at that poor waitress, you know, she may even have way worse, you know, adverse reactions than we would. So it's just kind of one of those things, man. The brain's weird, you know, neurological stuff's weird, you know, and everybody's different. So it's like, what do you do? So the biggest thing is, I think, at this point is we got to break that stigma down and stop people stop people from just holding all this stuff in and let it let it go. Let, let's talk about it. Let's get it out on the open. Let's If we could all just talk about it and break this stigma, then we wouldn't have half the problems I think that we have now. You know, the suicide rates in law enforcement are continuing to outweigh law enforcement line of duty deaths, and it's the same across, you know, the first responder spectrum. You know, we got to do something about that. And that's kind of where Heroes came from because we said enough's enough. We had a lot. The year we started, we had, you know, several local suicides, uh, you know, from the police department, uh, EMS, fire, and everything. And we said enough's enough. We got to do, we got to try to do something. So here we are trying. So if one person hears this podcast and says, man, I, I, I want to get, you know, get better and want to talk about it, then that's that's our job. And I think that's what I'm, we're trying to, you know, compete or uh, complete doing here. Mm-hmm. So what are we trying to do as far as, you know, future podcasts? We're going to have some guests on. Absolutely. Um, what kind of things can people get to look forward to? Man, you know, the big thing is, is just having different people on. We want to try to keep it fun and not just, you know, this is boring old suicide prevention talk because, you know, as anybody in the Army, you know what death by PowerPoint was, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't want it to get to that point. So the big thing is, is let's have fun with it. You know, let's talk about it. Let's bring some different guests on the show. You know, try to do some giveaways. Uh, you know, try to get more people involved and and if you're a first responder out there and you want to come on the show and kind of talk about some stuff that you you know you've have uh, experience with that might help somebody else that's what we're looking for so on top of just a normal everyday joe's like us then we're, we'll have different clinicians you know uh you know different business people uh different companies you know because one thing about mental health is also physical health you know you've got some you know friends and that in the physical you know world that you know, does workouts and, and, and training and things like that to try to help combat some of this. So, you know, like you'd wanted to do, let's let's get them on the show. Yeah, I've got a good buddy of mine. He's actually, he's, he's hoping to come on the episode uh, here probably within the next couple of weeks. Donnie Kiernan, he actually owns a, a gym down in South Florida. He's a great guy. I actually served with him. Um, he's gone through some stuff with PTSD before in the past, and he came out the other side of it, and he's doing really well now. Uh, great, great guy, and he's, he's doing the strongman stuff, but he's, he's hoping to be on the show here real soon. 
Yeah, the big thing is, you know, just just getting different people out, you know, and let's get to talking about it. Because the more we talk about it, the less awkward it is to to talk about, and the, the more acceptable it is, um, you know. And just continuing kind of on that thing, you know, there's a lot of stuff within the department that I specifically work for, you know, that we're building to try to to get. Uh, some different things set up resource wise you know we have uh, monthly meetings with some resources and legislators and things of that nature to help try to bridge this gap between mental health and you know mental or excuse me mental health and physical health um, you know heroes went you know along with the arkansas firefighters association and some other groups last year and we were trying to pass legislation to add you know mental health to uh, workman's comp because you know there's nothing really that'll help you for mental health you know and and unfortunately we got shot down in you know the you know the committees before never got to make it to the floor all, all because you know some money stuff and you know just the normal you know the way legislation type stuff works so but you know that's a step further when we made it you know two years before so hopefully the you know sessions coming back up pretty soon we're going to be hard charged again with trying to fight and and you know get some more laws passed you know they did pass some stuff last year that uh that helps with training so most agencies at this point across the state should be having mandatory training in the ptsd and suicide prevention fields because i tell you what the crazy thing was in some of these uh local uh suicides we had in arkansas was people were saying well i knew he was having this problem and that problem but never thought about it like he was always that guy you know kind of the robin williams effect as i call it everybody thought you know he's funny he's laughing it's great but underneath all these signs he was actually showing that just people didn't understand at the time so the more we can change you know train people to understand those signs and symptoms the, the more likely we are to prevent a suicide you know the more likely we are to get somebody that's on the verge to come talk and get some help and that's the great thing about it i you know just talk, thinking about that we had an officer not long ago that went through a lot of traumatic stuff and said i've been an officer for you know 20 something years i'm close to retirement i was always that one that kind of not necessarily made fun of, but just kind of, ah, PTSD, it ain't nothing, you know, it's just made up kind of stuff until they had it. And, and then they said, I'm, I'm so sorry that I ever thought that way. And, you know, what can I do to help and, and get help? And so we're in that process right now and it's working out great and that's okay. So newest officer to the, to the one that's a day away from, or even after retirement, because, you know, there's people a lot of times that after retirement, you know, struggle with problems. You're never alone. Heroes is always here. We always have an open door policy. And, you know, if, and yet again, if you ever need to get in reach with us, the easiest way is, you know, Facebook, Instagram, go into the website, www.heroesbehindline.com. You can send us an email through there on a contact form. You can send us, you know, messengers, you know, whatever. Now we're not a 24 hour service that's that's the biggest thing is you know we're not a hotline and stuff like that you know there is the national suicide prevention hotline we've got it posted all over our page and we'll give you all that number here in just a second you know to have it here but in the event that you know you're you're not in an actual emergency obviously this like we always tell everybody if you're in an emergency call 911 right get to a medical facility get some help but if you're not in one of those you know areas hit us up, you know, send us a message, send us an email, and we'll start getting you processed to get you uh, into a clinician. Now, you don't have to pay for it. That's the good thing about heroes. You know, a lot of people don't have, uh, you know, insurance that covers mental health. 
and that's okay. We, we, we've got programs that'll help take care of that. It's, it's, it's a cost free thing. So we're not asking you to pay us money to do something. We're doing all this free. Now we love donations, you know, so if you got a family member or somebody you know of, or, you know, whatever, if your birthday's coming up, you can go on Facebook and, you know, go through us and search for our, uh, you know, heroes behind the line, uh, page and you can, you know, uh, put us as a birthday fundraiser and, and let people donate, you know? So if, if, if there's anything that we can do to help great, but if there's anything that people out there can do to help us, that's even better as well. So what I was thinking was it's confidential. So even if they're contacting you, you, you've got these fears. A lot of these guys, they, they don't want to say anything because they're afraid that if they say something, they're going to lose their job. And it's just really not the case. No, it's not. We we are 100% confidential. There's actually uh, some confidentiality laws that Arkansas has passed. And so you don't have to worry about that. You know, we, we that's something that we're really wanting to get into in the next few podcasts is really, you know, sh- teaching people about the laws that Arkansas already has set up to protect you as a first responder. You know, everybody was so afraid that coming out and saying that you had an issue that your your gun was going to be taken away your license or whatever i haven't personally heard of anybody or know of anybody that's actually had that happen i i you know i can admit that i have ptsd it's clinically quote unquote diagnosed as a disorder you know but nobody's come after my guns nobody's asked me to do anything you can still you know, uh, work as a normal professional in your job. There's nothing wrong with that. Now there is some extreme cases. I think that, you know, we might want to talk to somebody and get them some help. Absolutely. You know, and there's times that that's called for, but for the most part, that's not the case. So heroes itself, you know, obviously we don't, we don't work for your department we don't care about your department, you know, other than when it comes to dealing with you, uh, we don't, uh, go and say, Hey, such and such is here talking. That's not how it works. It's a hundred percent confidential. Nobody will ever know. And, you know, HIPAA laws also, you know, uh, you know, basically state that, uh, you know, those doctors and stuff can't tell your department anything. The only time that that comes into an issue that they may have to, you know, talk about it is, is the same stuff that a, a normal mandatory reporter would have to report, you know, so, but, you know, that's not the cases that we're in here when we're dealing with these, these people having problems. You know, for us here at Heroes, like I said, you know, everything's a, you know, help, donation, you know, anytime that, you know, we can get a little bit of money to try to help the next first responder, you know, uh, mental health game is, isn't a necessarily a cheap game, you know? So, you know, what we typically like to do is go to different events. So, you, you know, if you guys are, you know, going to have a police department function going on with a bunch of, let us come out, you know, let us, let us share what we can do and talk to you, you know, bring some resources and stuff like that, you know, um, you know, we, we'll be at the Arkansas EMT conference. that's coming up here pretty soon. Um, it'll be in hot Springs. Is there any cost to having to go out to a department to actually, you know, host something out there and just at least talk to them? No, no, we don't mind coming out and talking at all. You know, we've, we've got some different PowerPoints and stuff like that. But, our, you know, the thing about it is, is we don't want to come in with a PowerPoint slideshow and just go click, click, click and read from the screen. We're just going to sit down and talk to you because every department's a little bit different, you know. Uh, you know, Little Rock, obviously, being a massive department, they're going to have way different needs than, you know, say, uh, you know, Whitehall or something like that, you know, that's only got a handful of people. So that's the big 
biggest thing. And, you know, and we're not just for law enforcement. I know I, I mentioned law enforcement a lot because I am one. But, you know, that's the same. You know, uh, you know, Benton Fire Department, that's a full-time department. What, you know, what about Bauxite that's just a handful of volunteers, you know? So we don't mind coming out anytime, talking to anybody. If we need to bring somebody, if you have a critical, like, an incident to say, hey, we really need somebody to come out, let us know. We can bring a team out. You know, we can get our clinician to come out with us, you know, and let, let him talk to some people if we need to, you know, get some people kind of, you know, through the bad times. The biggest thing is, is remembering is everybody thinks they just had the worst day of their life, but is it really the worst day or was it just a little bit in that day that was bad, you know? And so sometimes we forget that we think this, a problem is so big and so mighty. And then if once we kind of dissect it and, you know, compartmentalize it the right way, we realize it wasn't really that big of a deal. You know, and we learn how to deal with that and, and, and get over it. So that's what's great about the people that we we use. But if you are struggling and you need help, you know, immediately, obviously, like we said, you know, call 911. Or you can always reach out to the National Suicide Prevention uh, Hotline, which is uh, 800-273-8255. And, you know, that's man 24-7. It's always answered. They'll help you any way uh, they can. Uh, now they're not police officers though, uh, or first responders. They, they help, uh, you know, a lot of people, but cop line is a, you know, uh, specifically for, uh, law enforcement officers, um, but also will help first responders and, and cop lines, 1-800-COP-LINE or 1-800-267-5463. So I just wanted to make some people aware of those numbers and, and, and be something they can get help with if they needed it to. Mm-hmm. How would a business or somebody out there that wants to support the mission that we actually are trying to do here, um, helping first responders, how, how would they reach out to us? So, like I said, the easiest way, um, if you go to our website, www.heroesbehindtheline.com, um, there's a contact form. You can actually just, you know, when you, when it pops up, there's a couple of different, you know, choices. You go to the contact form, hit it, and it'll tell you, you know, what do you want to talk about or whatever. And just send us an email and it'll, it'll shoot us an email and, you know, say, Hey, we want to try to help out, give some donations. Or while you're on there, uh, our t-shirts that we have right now are actually for sale on the website. So you can, you know, buy some t-shirts, you know, if, if nothing else, shoot us some t-shirts. Um, if you're on Facebook, you know, everybody always sees when it's your birthday or somebody's birthday, you know, it says such and such is raising money for this cause. You can choose Heroes Behind the Line as a nonprofit to, you know, do that birthday fundraiser. Or if you go to our Facebook page, there's literally a donation button that you can give any monetary amount that you'd like. You know, that's the big thing. But, you know, we don't mind if you, you know, want to donate something that's not monetary. You know, maybe you want to come out and help volunteer at an event, you know, or come out and help do something. You know, we, we love that as well. So it doesn't always have to be monetary uh, because there is a point in time to where sometimes people just need to get up off the couch and do something, you know, and we don't mind trying to help with that. Uh, you know, we got multiple events that's going to be coming up. Summertime's coming up, you know, so we're going to start getting back out. You know, COVID really kind of shut things down and it's, you know, we kind of, almost were dormant, you know, were the events because everybody was so afraid to get out and about. But now that that's coming back, you know, you're going to see heroes back out there putting some information out and, uh, you know, being at events, whether, you know, we'll sell t-shirts and merchandise and things of that nature as well. So that's kind of where we get our funds, you know, right now is just being there and being seen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd mentioned also do 
that one where they do the stuff with the, the manly tour or whatever it was? Oh, so, uh, School of Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, part of, like I said, you know, with the department I work for, we have basically a monthly meeting that uh, several resources get together. And, you know, uh, I'm, I, I hope School of Man doesn't mind us dropping their name on here. But, you know, that's a really cool looking program. You know, I haven't personally experienced it yet, but I'd really like to. But it's literally... Um, they have different classes of different things, whether it's business, financial, physical, mental, you know, and it's just like the brotherhood getting together and just doing it, you know, just getting stuff done. And, you know, they have a, a longer school that's like kind of like the crucibles that we would have faced, you know, in, in basic training in the military and stuff like that. And they go out there and just have this amazing team building type, you know, event that, you know, last several days and just builds this magic bond. And those guys just, you know, it's, it's amazing to see what they do. And some of the people that come out of that, you know, school uh, much better. I've got a few friends that personally did it. And, you know, it's not only teaching you how to be a man, but it's teaching you how to be a better man, you know, and how to, uh, you know, you know, just, just do so much more with your life and, and just, you know, take care of yourself both mentally and physically, you know, because everything, you know, Especially in the mental health world, everything, you know, if, if you don't have enough money, it makes you mentally upset. If you're not eating right, it's, you know, you could be mentally upset. If, you know, have a bad day at work, you know, there's, there's so much going on that it kind of just helps teach you to uh, kind of deal with some of those aspects of things. So it's a really good program. I would definitely check them out. Like I said, they're School of Man. They got a website, Facebook, and everything else, too. They're super cool people. Yeah, they sound like an amazing program. They're free. They're awesome, dude. Oh, them guy. Every time we meet with those guys and get to talk to them for a few minutes, they got so much knowledge and education. Uh, you know, they've all been through the programs themselves. So it's pretty. It's a pretty cool thing to see. Are they prior first responders as well, or any uh, you know, I've, I've never really talked to them about that. To be honest with you, it was always just man, tell us about it because like I've seen all their videos and like you know got to talk to them a little bit, but uh, you know, it's something I might have to find out. Now, so I they're just the manly it. man if they're not. Yeah, and I think so. You know, a lot of you know ex-military stuff like that so. yeah but it's a lot of good stuff i'm sure i'd love Absolutely. to actually get out there and try it yeah we are at about 27 minutes now so do we want to kind of close it out yeah, absolutely. So, hey, you know, like I said, this is Chuck and Travis. You know, unfortunately, uh, Keith, uh, you know, our other right-hand man couldn't be here today, but uh, we wanted to kind of start this podcast and just this journey with all of you. We appreciate y'all tuning in, and we hope that uh, we can get you back for our next shows. Um, you know, we'll we'll try to start posting these up as often as we can. You know, just kind of bear with us a little bit being the first one and trying to learn everything and, and uh, you know, uh, as we progress, you know, we're getting some more guests on the show and more ideas and stuff like that. Hey, let us know, you know, what do you guys want to hear about? Is there a specific topic that, you know, y'all been dealing with? Shoot us a, you know, shoot us an email, uh, heroes behind the line at yahoo.com. Uh, hit us on Facebook messenger or whatever, and just say, Hey man, you know, can y'all bring something on talking about this? And we'll be glad to do it. So, but other than that, you know, if not, we'll catch you all on the next one. And just remember, you know, Heroes is uh, always here for you, and you're never alone. Heroes got a group page or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're on Facebook, obviously. Uh, so if you just go to Facebook, look up Heroes Behind the Line, uh, you know, add us as a friend, follow us and stuff like that. You know, and something else that we're looking at right now is, you know, having like an email list so we can start putting out some, you know, weekly, you know, motivational type stuff and, and you know, stuff that would be helpful to everybody. Um, you know, and you can like it, not like it, you know, or read it, pass it on, share it with your friends we don't mind whatsoever so anything that we do at heroes 
you don't have to ask really necessarily to use it. You know, share these podcasts with people, man. We we'd love to have somebody listen to it. And uh, you know, if there's something we can do, you know, to help a department or you know you personally, just you know, let us know, and we'll be glad to do it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate everybody listening to the show. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on the next one.